the reason I went on the program is because I was gaining more fat, exercising more. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was taking two steps forward and being mm-hmm. pushed three steps back. I thought I was doing everything right, but I wasn't. I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. If anybody asks me how to lose weight, get in shape, I have one answer. One time I came to you and I said, I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like your eyes were about to blow. Oh, and, and awesome. you were getting goosebumps. <laughs> I know, and, I know. And, and actually the idea is coming to fruition. So we're going to do this podcast. This is so cool. So let's do it. Let's, okay. I okay. love this. Welcome to Fat Loss Success Stories, the podcast that highlights the personal victories of those on the faster way to fat loss. I'm your host, Veronica Hugger. Lee Bergen, now, is a head trainer for the faster way to fat loss. But before joining founder Amanda Tress and the team in Florida, she was my coach and guided me through the Faster Way Starter Program. But I've known Lee since probably 2010. She and her husband own Urban Fitness, my hometown gym in Galveston, Texas. So I have been taking her HIT classes for years. She is known in the community for her compassion, her strength, motivation, and, and positivity. Her goal in life is to help people. And now as a faster weight head trainer, she is living her dream job. But like most people, she and I struggled with weight and other health issues, especially questioning what proper nutrition was and trying to find the way to exercise effectively and most efficiently. Before she moved to Florida, Lee and I were able to open up and share our stories of struggle. We learned how and why we each decided to try the faster way and how now we are more in control of our health. As with all the guests on this podcast, our stories are meant to educate and inspire you to write your own fat loss success story. Amanda starts all her podcasts off, and she does podcasts, but they're more business-related, with a great question. So I'm going to imitate her. That's the yeah. biggest form, form of flattery. Yeah. And I'm going to start with the question of, what is your favorite leg day treat? I love that. <laughs> My favorite leg day treat. Uh-huh. We're going to go ahead and go with burritos and nachos and just greasy Mexican food. Like, that's what I like. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. In actuality, like, as far as sweets go, I mean, I could kill some donuts. But um, I just want a greasy spoon is what I, I like. <laughs> Hamburger, french fries, just greasy food. Okay. That's mine. What do you like? I have to say that my favorite leg day treat is creme brulee because creme brulee oh, yeah. is my favorite anyway. Yeah. And I haven't had any creme brulee since I've been on this program. Isn't that crazy? But I won't wait for a leg day to do it. Yeah. I, I will break. You yeah. Because <laughs> it's so far, free and far between. But on a weekly basis, I'd have to say I save my treat spot for alcohol. Al- well, I guess I should have said that because <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand. But, yeah. but what's really cool is that I have lost my craving for alcohol. Uh-huh. Pretty good. I like that. Yeah. So, you're 46. Mm-hmm. You're married and have two kids. Mm-hmm. How old are they? Ellie is uh, 16 and Roy's almost 15. She's already 16? Yes, girl. I know. Oh, my gosh. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> 
and your kids. <laughs> my kid. Are... My kid's not a kid anymore. <laughs> He's in college. He's in college. He's in third year. Third year of college. Oh, does he come home very often? No, never calls, never texts. Oh, that's going <laughs> to happen to you. That's the part I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> and we both have husbands that work out a lot, mm-hmm. which I think we're in a very big advantage mm-hmm. to most people. Mm-hmm. Um, mine less so than yours because yours is in the, in the industry. But my husband for many, many, many years has been working out consistently. Mm-hmm. He's been intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. for his life because he doesn't eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. And he works out only on machines, but he works out in such a manner that it's in high-intensity interval training. 100%. That's how Peter does, too. Yeah. So uh, that's been helpful Mm -hmm. to get husbands on board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really has, and it really makes me super sad when women cannot move further because their husbands are just are not on board it makes such a difference to have that partner support but i see women a lot of times too they don't even know what it feels like to ever feel good these women have never worked out in their entire life yeah it's way over their head and i was like okay we're not going to go down that road let's just talk about what it might be to live a little bit longer you know, mm-hmm. if you don't even know what it, what it's like on the other side to feel good, then you don't know what you're missing out on. Right. It's the only thing that would, a language that would make sense is just living longer. And living better. Mm-hmm. More able to participate yeah. in your life yeah. without pain and pain yeah. free. Yeah. So you had to go through the program as a client first. So were you struggling at that time with some things? Yes. Great question. So actually what had happened was last summer when I was... Um, just fed up with training because my clients were in such bad shape and I was just embarrassed that I was their trainer. And I was like, don't tell anybody I'm your trainer. You look so terrible, you know, and I know you feel terrible. And I've been with these women for 10 years, some of them, you know, and I was like, oh, I just kept making me so crazy. And I said, what are y'all doing? I've been doing keto. And I was like, okay, well, let me just try. Let me try to see what everybody is talking about because Mm -hmm. I knew I didn't need to because I was already in shape. So Mm -hmm. let me just try. And so after three weeks of eating less than 30 carbs a day and eating a ton of animal fat, I could not get into ketosis. So I couldn't get there, but I gained five pounds in my (laughs) abdomen. I was so angry. I was like, what is going on? So I told some of my friends who were very, very pro keto. I was like, done work does not work unless you have a ton of weight to lose keto is good for people who are really obese and need to be able to move yes and this was not now let's be clear there were some advantages of being low carb which were i had a ton of mental clarity and uh, my strength never went away because i was eating enough food Mm -hmm. so i was able to to really tap in i don't know what i was tapping into for energy because i didn't have very much fat to pull you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and I guess the ketones, but I wasn't getting any ketosis. Oh, so frustrated. Anyway, so that well, was see, over. So, yeah. Yeah. But, but basically you had gained. So I gained five pounds. Five pounds yep. of fat or Just five no, pounds? five pounds of fat. It was not muscles all around my midsection. It was gross. And so then I said, all right, I'm going to get off of this and get back at into eating normally and there was no smooth transition so my husband like yours has been fasting for years i mean i don't think his first meal is before four every day Mm. and so i just thought that was ridiculous because all the muscle that i worked so hard to have was going to go away because i did understand that the fasting was not an attempt to skip breakfast it was an attempt to move breakfast i was very fearful of calorie reduction so yep so i didn't do i didn't 
eat. I, I started to fast a little bit just to kind of play with it. And there was some success for a minute. But then at the same time, what ended up happening was I was in a calorie reduction state. So I gained another five pounds. Now I'm 10 pounds heavier. All right. Mm-hmm. And it's June. And I was so angry. <laughs> and I was like, no wonder my clients look terrible. They're doing this over and over and over and over again. Because your clients were already pretty fit. Some of them were, but some of them who were just kept they, saying they were, you know, I've got my quotes in the air. They were just aging. And I was like, I'm aging with you. Um, How come I'm not growing like you guys are or losing my hair or, you know, beating yourself up for extra cardio when we're done working out? I'm not doing these things. Mm-hmm. And so they said, well, we're doing these programs. And I was like, well, let me try it. I went, well, no wonder you're not yeah. having success. So then someone introduced me to this program and she said, just look at this. And I was so anti. I said, I don't want to have another. People are always getting me to try to sell shakes or supplements or these things or, and I was like, I don't even want to look. So she showed me this program. She just sent me the link and she had been at a conference with Amanda. And so she said, I talked to this woman. It sounds like you've got the same values, got the same vision. You've got the same everything. So I looked at the program and um, showed it to my husband. And I was like, this has all the things it's got the value of the low carb diet for people who don't need a ton of weight to lose. So you can get that mental clarity. You can really deplete your body of, you know, glycogen that's stored in your liver. And So basically you had, so then I joined the program for myself to get rid of those 10 pounds that you fit. When she sent that to me, I said, okay, let me see if this works before I was going to even talk about it. So I said, Mm -hmm. let me just, let me just go through it. So when I started going through it, I also tried to sabotage it because I know my clients. (laughs) So I tried to drink as much alcohol as I possibly could to see how far could I push it? How many carbs could I have on a low carb day? What is the lowest amount of calories I could eat? How hard are these workouts? Like I really wanted to break it before I talked about it. Okay. And then Amanda approached me and she said, I want to talk to you about becoming a coach. Then I took a picture kind of after I talked to her and it was a completely different torso. I was like, what? That was pretty quick. I didn't even realize I was doing it. I was just doing it. Yeah. So then quickly I studied everything I could, became a coach and just couldn't stop talking about it. And then my energy kept getting, and my husband, you know, was like looking at my body, telling me what was changing. I was getting strength gains that I hadn't had in years. Everything, everything's better. Everything. I slept like a rock. I was strong <laughs> as heck. So that made you want to stay on the program. And yeah. Not I was never turning back. Yeah. There were everything I needed started over again on Monday. I didn't have to go through a three week of this or that. I'd just start over. Right. It's every something you can live with. single week, I got a chance to do it again. Mm-hmm. And every and that progress over perfection is key. <sighs> Key. So liberating. Yeah. And I got introduced to so many new foods and all my cravings were gone. And I didn't want to do, that's the other thing. And what about you? <laughs> well, I'm what, seven years older than you? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm 53. And I had started really struggling with keeping any weight off. I mean, I... Go, girl. Get it out there. <laughs> I was overweight in high school. Uh-huh. I was overweight in college. So I have not been the size you know me all my life. Gotcha. I've struggled. I've really I have. had no idea. I didn't realize I was that overweight. Mm-hmm. And I don't realize I'm this short. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the time I got to be 32 and pregnant, I was actually underweight mm. because I had been depriving myself of foods, not eating right, mm-hmm. not exercising. I had no muscle tone. So I've known overweightness and I've known that so I've gotten to a point now 
uh, when I was pregnant, I was actually underweight. So the doctor said I had to eat more. Mm. And so now I had a reason to eat more. So I was yeah. eating more. And that was really good. And then I breastfed. And then you have to eat more. You know. yeah. I never counted calories. I hate cal- counting calories. That's why I didn't want to do uh, tracking macros mm-hmm. because it was just so, Tedious. I just don't like it. It just yeah. didn't show me anything. Then I hit menopause. Then I couldn't control it. Ugh. I couldn't control it. It was working out more, trying to eat less. Mm-hmm. I tried to go vegan mm-hmm. um, and eliminate gluten. I eliminated gluten because I started feeling pains in mm-hmm. my hands. And it was so, so bad that in my hands and my feet that when I woke up in the morning, I would hobble. Oh, my god! Because my feet hurt so much. Oh, my gosh. My joints, were, my joints started to hurt. I'm like, this is what it's like to get old. Old, right? Yeah, I know. So... So, but it was, was it gluten? It was gluten. It takes 45 days for gluten to get out of your system. So I've got, I got it out of my system. I might have a little bit here and there, but I try to avoid it as much as I can. It's not a celiac thing. It's a, it's an inflammation thing. It's an inflammation thing. And I started doing more research about inflammation. Wanted to keep a really clean, clean diet. And basically right before I joined the program, my mantra was whole foods, gluten-free, plant-based but that wasn't doing anything for my fat so that's why you came in the reason I went on the program is because I was gaining more fat exercising more Mm -hmm. I was I was taking two steps forward and being Mm -hmm. pushed three steps back and it started affecting my wardrobe something I was doing was wrong I thought I was doing everything right but I wasn't I was doing something wrong Mm The turning point for me was when you invited us to go to rec- yeah. for a Saturday leg workout. Yeah. And I heard a testimony there. She explained how much food she had to eat on this program. Mm-hmm. I had gotten to the point where food had become my enemy. Ugh. Deciding what to eat was a burden. Ugh. I just didn't want to have to go down the kitchen and try to figure out Ugh. what what is is this going to be bad for me? Right. And, and we keep really clean food wise. We don't have junk in the kitchen. Is this avocado bad? You know, right? I didn't know where I was and right. eating all this good food. There had to be some shift in it. Right. There, you can eat nuts all day, but you're eating a ton oh, of extra yeah. calories, and you don't know. You can be eating healthy, but just not the right amount. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I I needed to gain that knowledge there. And so when when she said that you have to eat a lot, I said, you know what? I've been hungry for oh. so long. I've been hungry for so long. I need oh. and not being able to eat. I want to be able to eat. So that's when I joined the program. Wow. Wow. That's and you were skeptical, girl. Oh yeah, it took me eight months. Yeah, you yeah. were like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though I lost the fat quickly even or slowly, how did quickly, it go? Quickly, quickly. Mm. I had results in three weeks. Mm. And your workouts? I was confused about what to do in the gym. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just do the ones that I like. Yeah. <laughs> there was no efficiency to them at <laughs> all. So, yeah, I was apprehensive about joining the program. And I figured, you know, but Lisa really opened my eyes that she was very exacting about her macros mm-hmm. and doing all the workouts. Mm-hmm. And she said, in just three weeks, she had that response. Yeah. I said, well, I, I need to really commit to this yeah. and see. And then after three weeks. And that's the deal, too. People see are them. like, I don't have time. I'm like, you've been crying for two years about the way you look. You can't just take six weeks. Right before I joined, mm-hmm. I had resigned myself to say, I'm 53. Right. This belly fat right here uh. is my badge of honor of having a child mm-hmm. at 32. I'm going to shift my thought. 
Mm-hmm. So instead of it being a bad thing, if I just shift my thought, then I can it. accept it. Yeah. Then I can accept it and say, I give. Right. I still wanted, I wanted some fight in me mm-hmm. because it also was that I wasn't so much doing it for weight loss, but I was doing it for longevity. Of course. Right. And, and so that's where the paths cross. So do you think that the reason your why has changed and shifted from when you started? Why I exercise and why I eat well before the program had always been a better quality of life long term. Mm-hmm. I joined the program to see if I could lose the fat. I stayed with the program for both reasons. Yeah. yeah. Because once you feel it too, you don't want to let go. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I continue to see the changes and the improvements the more I stay on the program. Mm-hmm. But if I decided to take a day off and say, I'm, I'm not going to count my macros... I don't feel guilty about it. No. There's room for that. No, that ketosis thing, if you are into ketosis and you go over your specified amount of carbs, because it does vary from person to person, you're Mm -hmm. kicked out, then you lose. (laughs) Once that that number changes, you're like, oh, won't, won't. Now you got to start over again. So it's just so frustrating for so many. When you went on this program, did you have any apprehensions about it? About the faster way? Yeah. Oh, gosh, no. I mean, I sat there, I read I read cover to cover every single thing in this portal. I looked at the workouts. I'm extremely critical of workout programming. Oh, yeah. Programming is my thing. So I looked at the programming and I was like, check, check. All the fundamentals that they believe mm-hmm. in, the high-intensity interval training, very small amounts, mm-hmm. check. You know, I was even tired of my boot camps because I was like, y'all, we're doing too much. Yeah. And they wanted it so bad. And I was like, three days a week of this, you know, hour pounding is too right. much. And even hit kick too, I was like, oh, it's too much so you as a fitness professional mm-hmm. for 15 years mm-hmm. looked at the program and saw that it was sound sound absolutely yeah. and looking at the weight training component three days a week and, and watching how it would how it changes month by month to kind of keep this concept of progressive overload in which you're constantly challenging your body you know people who are doing the same thing over and over and over getting the same results <sighs> so it just takes you that next level every single time right. and you've got these measurable markers of progress and when people ask about my body I say I I just started committing to trying to lift a specific amount of weight and my back turned out this way I was committing to being able to leg press a specific amount of weight and my legs turned out this way Mm -hmm. these are the side effect of my efforts Mm -hmm. my efforts were made of good programming and so right. that's what I want people to see is like okay let's 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 just your, your body's going to shape if you just keep doing this and just stay with these foundations but yeah I did not have any apprehensive I, I was the most nervous about the fasting okay that was the part I was that I was the most because you about. you were eating breakfast yes I was five meals a day for gosh 10 years and I looked good everything I needed was already there you know right. I didn't want to shift gears but I couldn't get out of the keto mess I gave myself and I couldn't get out of the fasting mess I gave myself I was like Ugh, I don't want to keep going into this I just I'm 10 pounds heavier I need to go back to what I know which is five meals a day having 200 right. carbs right so and then let, this comes along and says I was like, start to fast hold on but then, you, yeah so was that a hard transition for you No, because of the grace that this program gives, that 12 hours is a fast. Well, I can stop eating at 8 and wake up at Mm 8. That's easy. I could still technically have my breakfast. So I just started to push it a little bit more and push it a little bit more and see. And then 16 hours was much more convenient. Crying out loud. I got to sit there and talk (laughs) to my kids at breakfast. I never thought about it. I was done. Like, I didn't have anything to think about. Yeah. You know, that bandwidth, just opening was so nice. So the convenience on that part was huge. Okay. 
And then and I always knew I had to eat enough, but cramming it in that window. Cramming it into that window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are you eating more now than you were before? No, 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 no. I, I started when I used my fitness pal about eight years ago. I started at about 1600 oh. calories. Okay. So you were already using my I fitness I was already pal. using it. Yeah. I'm definitely eating more. <laughs> yeah. You're eating more. And too, because I think you were deprived for so long. Oh yeah. Yeah. What? I don't know where I got my muscle strength if I wasn't eating what I should have been eating. Genetics, maybe. You know, that plays a big part of it. And you were you were pretty darn consistent with your workouts. And sometimes, too, it just takes a while for it to catch up. And it all kind of starts crumbling down at everybody around 40. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. As far as what I'm eating now compared to what I was eating before, I'm eating so much. I'm probably eating twice as much food. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have some days that you're not as hungry? Well, it, it depends on the day because I can get involved in work and I get totally distracted. For example, mm-hmm. I wake up and I'm hungry and I'm like, oh, just need to wait until noon. Next thing I started working. Next thing you know, it's it's one o'clock and you're like, I didn't oh. even realize I was hungry. <laughs> See, I used to, when I was like in my 20s, not eat breakfast and then uh-huh. eat a really late lunch. Uh-huh. Now that I think about it, I was already intermittent fasting. Yeah. Yeah. Never done it deliberately. But if you can just get over that initial right. craving. Right. You know. And and they were very clear to the coaches that they prepared you for everything, right. you know, which was super helpful too. Just the way. It's gradual too. Yeah. Yeah. So you said your intermittent fasting was your biggest hurdle. Mm-hmm. And so now if I'm hungry, I eat. As long as I make it 12 hours, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. What about the kids? How did they adapt to Great it? Great question. Great question. So my, my love language is in time. So every morning I've gotten them ready. That's when I make their lunch. We have all of our time in the morning. And our dinners are kind of around the house. So in the morning, I wasn't worried about myself. So I was able to put a lot more energy into them, making them breakfast, kind of sharing that time without having to worry about myself. So that was easy. And then we tried to do a little bit of the carb cycling with the family and it came a little bit too much to, to manage. I think we are carb cycling because of all the damage we've done. Right. I don't think I need to start off a 16 year old. Correct. But they could certainly benefit from the whole food nutrition. 100%. And the, the 8 to 8. The kitchens close after 8. Oh, honey. okay, yeah. You know, 12 hours. I okay. think that's great. And she does track. She started tracking this summer. Oh, good. She's just looking at the overall calories. Uses this as a tool for control because she found some results in just managing that amount. Mm-hmm. And also oh. shouldn't crave that junk anymore. That's good. You know? We had talked about this before about how your son's face cleared up uh-huh. giving up dairy. Yep. You know what? Once I gave up dairy, no no allergy problems, no stuffy head, no draining, my skin cleared up. I I used to have terrible eczema. I really think it's it's the dairy. I think the dairy is too. Except in the form of ice cream. (laughs) I know. I know. But, you know, and then there's some some yogurt too that I'll kind of go into. Um, Sometimes a little fermented mm -hmm. kefir and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I found so many other alternatives that are not dairy. Right. You know, Khalifa Farms makes some great things. But I've also found too, the cleaner I eat, I have found peanuts are not my friend. And I found the eggs were not my friend during that keto world. Okay. And I just have to do moderation. But But don't you eat eggs now? I do. I, I've limited it to twice a week. Okay. But corn is a problem for many people mm-hmm. as well. And the, again, the cleaner you are, the more in touch you get with that. Did you ever have an aha moment that the light bulb came on and you said, this is it. I'm going all in, feet yep. first. Did this yep. 
Yeah. I did. I even went on the Facebook for an hour, 30 minutes or something, and I cried to everybody. <laughs> and the title of this little live video, my very first live video, was Things Have Changed and They're Never Going Back. And as I was going through the certification and going through all the science and all the background and, and learning everything I've already known before, but watching it in this perfect program, I mean, I just looked at my husband, and that's kind of when he fired me, too. I said, if anybody asks me how to lose weight, get in shape, I have one answer. And he goes, well, you better tell everybody. And he said, and if your clients aren't on board, then you're not training those people anymore. I want mm -hmm. you to be single focused. And I'm like, well, gosh, Peter, there's a lot of people are at the gym and in my classes. He's like, if they're not in the fast way, then they're not training with you. I was like, <gasps> he said, so you're going to have to have a conversation with all of them. And I was like, okay. So I did. I told all my clients. I told my classes, boot camp. And so unfortunately, I started competing with myself because boot camp dwindled down to like four people because everybody was doing the faster way. But at the same time, these people that I was with for 10 years were getting results. Finally getting You know, results. they were getting results. And that was the answer that I had. So that aha moment, I was like, this is the only language I'm going to speak. Mm -hmm. This is the first time Veronica I put on a bikini. And it was this summer we were at it. We rented a, a river house and I bought a, like a real live bathing suit not at the target and it was a bikini and I put that sucker on and I was like oh, okay I really feel good like I celebrated that uh -huh. that's why after a year after I've been doing it when I put that bikini on I was like this is why I'm taking my shirt off on my bikini because this is sustainable this I was like it's sticking and I'm drinking and I'm eating my my water burger and I'm doing everything wrong and it's still sticking right. and I feel great and that's when that second aha moment was where I'm I'm out there and I don't feel I'm not apologizing for anything. Mm -hmm. If I want the rest to go away, I'll put the mimosas down. But I don't want the mimosas to go away. So <laughs> I pick my life and I this is what it is. So it's it's a good balance. It's a really, really good balance. And it's good to have an answer when people ask the question instead of me saying, I don't know, what do you want to try? Yeah. You know. Oh, mm -hmm. oh. Well, like I said, you know, people ask me, I say, Well, I eat right. And I mm -hmm. exercise efficiently. Yes. It's not eating less and exercising no. more. No. No. And many people are very apprehensive about the workouts, to be honest. And you and I met at the gym, right? Yeah. So to have someone say, I didn't want to join the program because I was too scared of the workouts. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I say, learn how to eat first. Right. And we'll tackle those workouts later. And then I had many people come in saying, okay, I'll do the workouts. I'm not doing the food. So you can't kind of um, you know i said well you already know how to work out let's attack something that you don't know how to do yeah your clients do they have aha moments i do see you know to hear you say eight months later you uh -huh. know just to hear you talk about your aha moment with lisa yeah was awesome but yes i hear i hear many clients say you know and i've got one girl right now that's her fourth time going through a round she's like i'm not messing it up this time so that's that's a year of her going around ones <laughs> so, so she hasn't been following it. She'll go in two weeks and be like, "Man, never mind. Uh, never mind. Go." You have to have the mindset. You got to have the mindset. Yeah. And many people pay just to be in the club. That's the worst part. I'm like, y'all. You know, yeah. I want them to win. Yeah. But they just don't want to. They want to do whatever their friends are doing or be a part of it, so that they have something to say that they're joining. So affiliation is a lot of times what motivates people. But then they Fear of missing them. out. Straight up. FOMO. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then they see their friends succeed and they go, okay, let me try this again. You're constantly learning. Yeah. Not, whether it's learning about the program or learning about yourself. Oh, totally. And learning. Yes, 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 yes. Constantly. And what I love too is their constant education. I mean, mm -hmm. 
constant education and constant updates and constant challenges and constant community and learning too to trust women. Women really do want to the best for you. Some of the tools that helped me get there, like I said, I did not like counting calories. But now instead of going to the scale, I have my food scale. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of want to take it to restaurants with me, and my husband's like, "No," but I'll, but just you start. You, 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 I know if I, you start to measure your food and 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 understand that this much of rice has this many yeah. carbs and stuff, and, and you can put it into the, my fitness pal is a godsend. I know, I know, and we are coming out with an app so soon, and I cannot Ooh. wait. So, could you imagine if there was an app that said, "Ding, it's time to break your fast," or? Ding, you're about 20 carbs short. You should have half an apple. <gasps> Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Uh-oh, you need a little bit more protein. It's a low-carb day. You should have some shrimp and sautéed oil. Do you use any other tools to help you? Great question. I use measuring cups and spoons. And measuring volume is different than measuring weight. And so the scale is definitely critical because if I'm measuring a cup of blueberries, there's a bunch of air holes in there. Mm -hmm. So if I'm measuring 28 grams of blueberries, it's a much more accurate weight. My fitness pal has just got such a massive database It's so helpful, but I've also learned too that if I've got to scan barcodes Mm -hmm. more than I'm Mm -hmm. writing in my whole food, I'm not eating whole food. Mm -hmm. You know, if my most of my macros are coming from a barcode, something. Well, you get frozen blueberries coming with a barcode, Mm -hmm. so it's you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, I totally agree with you. Those are my two tools. I forgot about it because I'm not wearing it, but I did get an Aura ring. O U R A. And this ring um, measures my sleep. So I can make it measure my steps and do these things. And there's an app that goes to my phone. So it measures my sleep. It measures how high my heart rate gets in my sleep. It measures what my, you know, my REM cycles are. Like, it is so great. So there's a sleep score of 100, okay, and then a sleep quality. And if I wake up and if that thing is below 85, I'm like, I'm going to have a horrible day, you know. Now, if I drink alcohol, that thing will go down to 40. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, rest is such a big part of our program and so hard for me because I wake up at 3 every day. So that aura ring really did help, too. What would you have done differently during your first round? Not cheated. <laughs> I would have taken out all alcohol. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. What do you love most about the faster way? The people, you sitting right here with you right now. Seriously, besides the results are give in. They are mm-hmm. give in. And for people who are struggling with results, there are this program gives you the tools to say, what's wrong? Let me go find out. Do I have adrenal fatigue? Am I suffering from a thyroid malfunction? Am I suffering from lack of sleep? I mean, we now can find ways to find answers and deal with that. So mm-hmm. offering solutions to people and helping people understand that your macros are going to change at some point period right. and allowing them the, the grace to kind of go, okay, well, I'm only in this way for a second, but you guys, I mean, y'all, I just have a purpose to wake up every single day. You know, mm-hmm. I used to be running through the motions again, having to marry my trainer cause I couldn't afford them, mm-hmm. you know, being other people's trainer. That to me is, is the best part of it. I like that it has a firm foundation on whole food nutrition. 100%. Things that people didn't even know. Seeing women in their 50s and 60s going, what's what's arugula? You know, learning these new foods. I heard someone the other day talk about, was it edamame? Oh, that's a soybean. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Yeah, it's a soybean. Yeah, they were just shocked. That that was the same. 
What's the position on this program about soy? In my research, in my opinion, there are, you know, about seven of the most common inflammatory foods. And J.J. Virgin writes a great book about this. And soy is a very common inflammatory. Mm. And so we just did a 10-day detox in August with our VIP. And so I've had many clients like, why? I just ate sushi. What just happened? And so they could find quickly that soy sauce or anything soy was causing a reaction. So that's corn, soy, gluten peanuts, eggs, dairy, and artificial sweeteners are the most common. Oh, stay away from artificial sweeteners. Mm-hmm. I, I use stevia drops yep, like yep, crazy. Yep, so so those are some things right now. So soy, I think it also, in, in moderation, but also, you know, the estrogen producing qualities of it. You know, people who have a higher estrogen levels or a propensity for, for those kinds of things might struggle with it. But again... You know, I don't know what the media says, and I don't know how much is true and how much is individualized. So on this 10-day detox that you did, are you eliminating those seven mm-hmm. triggers? Mm-hmm. And there okay. were some other things. Some some people What about sugar? Issues. Sugar, sugar's not on there? Sugar's not on there. If it's from, we're doing a 21-day sugar detox right now, right. which is funny. But you're still having fruit. You know, fruit, there's a ton of, of sugar in fruits. But you're getting so many so much fiber and vitamins mm-hmm. and minerals from it. That You're it's talking about refined sugar. Yes, and added sugar. Added sugar. You know, added sugar so you know those those kinds of things are there to consider what do you think is the one hidden pitfall with the program that prevents people from succeeding i think that many people don't understand that this is a bridge to a lifestyle i think their hidden pitfall is they think it ends in six weeks Mm -hmm. what were your results what are my results what's it going to look like when am i finished Mm -hmm. this kind of capping of it is the thing that I think sets most people back when they understand that this is a journey that doesn't end they've got a much better way to pace so I think people are always so quick out the gate okay and they try to they're looking for a fast result are these people that have been through other programs before? oh yeah these people who are buying pill shakes doing they're like what's next what's quick what's this what's quick what are my results gonna be how much did I lose I'm like you're not finished yet you know, half of the people just started getting their bodies well for six weeks. The second six weeks, major changes happen. I was listening to one of Dr. Cabral's mm-hmm. um, podcast today, and he was talking about how you, if you shift from a bad diet of junk food and, and fast food and things like that, you decide, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat whole food nutrition. Your body has already acclimated itself mm-hmm. to deal with all the bad foods. So now that you're feeding it good foods, it's got to reset. Oh, totally. Reset the biome. Totally. Got to f- reset the gut. Totally. And that is a hurdle that it's people a need to get over. Yeah. And so if they don't see a result in three weeks because they've got years and years and years of this damage or because they're maybe not being as honest, like I said, just because they pay doesn't mean they're doing it. So, you know, those are the things that they have to really just be patient with. So, you know, I always have told my clients this in the past. I want to see where you are in a year. Not in six weeks. So could you accurately say that somebody who's had a lifestyle of a really bad diet, it's going to take them a little a longer time? Not necessarily. It just depends, too, because a lifestyle of a bad diet can be seen in obesity, but it can also be seen in people who are very thin but have mm-hmm. bad things going on inside. Quick thing to see is when someone drops weight quickly. Like, it's easy to see someone lose 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's harder to see someone's cholesterol levels change. Mm-hmm. right who is a thin person already so it really does depend on the individual and what they're really looking for but a lot of times really just the fasting alone will let, let a lot of people heal 
and getting rid of gluten and dairy. What do you think is the greatest long-term benefit of this health style? Just so much food freedom, not having to feel guilty. There's so much brain space that I have right now because I'm not sitting here thinking and worrying and wondering about, okay, well, how am I going to undo this weekend? Is it going to take me two weeks to get into this bathing suit? How long am I going to, okay, well, am I going to, well, if I cut this out for a little bit, that's all gone. Right. You just this time to enjoy your friends and family and read, read and think and listen and do. What was your measurement of success? You had that 10 pounds mm-hmm. added on when you went through this program. Though my another aha moment was how strong I was. Oh. Girl. And like laughing. Like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm so strong. Like strong, strong. Like I haven't been in years. Deadlifting 185 pounds. Ooh. For reps. That's a lot of weight. So your measurement of success is the strength? For me, it was strength. The strength, okay. Mm -hmm. Did you have that measurement ahead of time? Say, if I get stronger in this program, then I know it's a good thing. Yeah, because again, I yes, because so many programs are so much about deprivation. Many people don't get stronger. They might be exposing a little bit more because they're losing some fat. But when I'm stronger, I've got more muscle, and that more that muscle is an inferno. So it's really hard for me to keep fat on right now because I just keep running hot. Speaking of inferno. I've noticed that my metabolism has changed. Mm-hmm. I sometimes wake up in the morning because I'm burning You're just more fat. You're burning hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my husband always burns hot. Yeah. Most guys do. It's not a hot flash. No, it was, it's just you it melting. My, my metabolism is going. Like, oh. And then I get up and it's like, okay, oh, those little love yeah, handles yeah, are gone. Shrinking. I know. And I think that's my abs are a measurement of success. I mean, now I've got a little side indentation uh-huh. but the other day I, I realized that i'm getting more of an in, uh-huh. indentation right here in the middle of my trans uh-huh. uh, not my transverse but my rectus uh-huh. abdominis i'm like there it is i, I gotta go gotta keep yeah. doing this and so i guess if it's a phys- if it's a visible thing it's cellulite oh mm-hmm. lack of it i still have it don't get me wrong yeah but not nearly as much and i think you know when people start complimenting you and you're mm-hmm. and you know saying what are you doing i know what is your motivational meme? My motivation? Oh, I'll tell you right now. Okay. If it matters to you, you'll find a way. If it doesn't, you'll find an excuse. If it matters to you, if it matters to you you'll find a way. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, you'll find an excuse. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ouch. I know I put that on my iPad when I open it. I see ah. it every day. Like, does it matter? <laughs> okay. Lee is one of the hundreds of certified coaches trained to guide you through a six-week starter program to teach you the proven strategies that will lead you to fat loss and improve your overall health. What are you struggling with now? What support do you need? Whether it be knowing about whole food nutrition and how to prepare healthy meals or motivation to move and exercise, Faster Way Coaches will meet you where you are, literally. The online program allows you to have one-on-one personalized consultation and training, and the workouts can be done in the privacy of your home, and the community offers the motivation and support you need to succeed. There are no more excuses. It is up to you to make the changes you need to make to get where you want to be, whether it's fat loss, increased strength and stamina, or whatever you've been struggling with. As for Lee and me, Even though we will be miles apart and I will miss her terribly, our coach-mentor relationship will continue. Plus, she will be helping many more clients off the faster way through her online workouts and one-on-one consultations and fulfilling her dream to help others. I've decided to educate others about whole food nutrition and efficient exercise through the growing podcast medium, providing others a platform to share their individual success stories 
as a way to motivate those who are still struggling. Are you one of those success stories? If you're ready to share your experiences of struggle and success, please contact me at fatlosssuccessstories at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your story. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast to be notified of future episodes. You can do that through your podcast app. And if you have an iPhone, get Siri to help you. Hey, Siri. I'm listening. Subscribe me to the podcast, Fat Loss Success Stories. Just to confirm, would you like to subscribe to the podcast, Fat Loss Success Stories by Veronica Hugger? Yes. Okay, I've subscribed to you. Thank you. I'm one of those who tells Siri thank you. And thank you for listening. I hope you've been educated and inspired. Until next time, I'm Veronica Hugger. God bless.